Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. It's Monday. Hopefully, I'm going to motivate you. You know, a lot of times um, when I'm driving back and forth, I, I still love listening to audiobooks and podcasts. And um, one of the shows that I've enjoyed the most, and I've shared it with you guys here on several times, is The Tobolowski Files. Matter of fact, a couple weeks ago, I even had a show about how embarrassed I was on how I didn't do that great of a job interviewing him, or at least the first 10 minutes. The rest of the show went well. Um, but I was so excited because he had more episodes come out here in the last week or so. And by the way, do yourself a favor, Tobolowski Files, um, go back through the old archives from several years ago, but you know he had some really recently in the last couple weeks. That being said, I, I was re-listening to one that really has stopped me in my tracks and hopefully uh, will give you a moment of reflection too. And, and, and I, I won't spoil the entire podcast, but Stephen has a way of saying some profound things to where I have to pull over the car sometimes and think about what he just said. I mean, literally, that has happened once. But he was going on and kind of describing the situation, and he said, when you're younger, you look forward to when your big break is going to come. But when you're older, you look back and see when you were broken. Let me repeat that. When you were younger, you were looking ahead, wondering when the big break is going to be. But when you're older, you look back on things and you look for when you were broken. I don't know if that hit you the way it hit me, but I've been doing a lot of reflecting, a lot of soul searching, especially as we go through this, still the pandemic that keeps dragging on. Um, and, and it's that looking forward, looking back. I mean, mind, mind you, not that I'm old, old, I'm not. Um, but definitely more than halfway through my career, for sure. And I'm starting now to have the hindsight. Um, there were several times in my career, especially early on, where I was waiting for that big break or I was waiting for to possibly change some things or break free or... You know, uh, maybe the next principle, I'll do able to, you know, this and that. And the reality was, is now that I'm looking back, I realized when I was broken. And when I was broken is when, I'll never forget it, I had gotten myself in over my head. I had uh, kind of gotten into a side job and... Um, started renting places. We had, Alicia and I had invested and, and um, bought a rental home. And <clears throat> I'll never forget the start of school that year. I was just panicking. And I realized that I didn't want to be in the classroom. And it's not that I didn't love kids. It's not that I didn't love my job. But all of a sudden, all the weight of the world, and I you know, starting to read all the things that could possibly go wrong in renting a house all the things that you could be liable for. And it is just it is a litany of things that just looked like so overwhelming. Not to mention the fact that, you know, I was fixing the place up and <laughs> nothing, everything was coming in over budget. And the, the world felt like it was crashing down. And um, yeah, I just, I started to panic. And I'll never forget, I, I was about 
20 minutes away from the first day of school. I was at the school and I was, I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast, but I was crying. Like, I, I think for the first time in my life, I had a panic attack, literally. And so I just remember Alicia, I called her and I said, you know, I can't do this. I think I'm going to quit. I'm just going to walk out. I can't do this. And she said, Donnie, you have to. She says, in about 10 minutes, there's going to be a bunch of kids that are going to be really excited on their first day of school. And they can't come to an empty classroom. And they can't come to a teacher that isn't excited to be there as well. So you're going to have to put your differences aside. I love you, but you got to do this. And I remember <laughs> almost being mad at her um, for a brief second. Like I was hoping she'd say, oh, man, of course, you're stressed out. This isn't working. And yeah, this may not be a great job after all. You just leave. Come home. I will comfort you. It didn't happen. <clears throat> Glad it didn't happen. But I think that's the that's the moment I was broken. And uh, that was when I had to start healing. Because up to that point, as Mr. Tobolowski had pointed out, I was looking for, and when I said my, and I'm thinking about my big break, what sort of stroke of luck? I wasn't relying on some of the things that I had done. I was like hoping something would happen. I was hoping a neighbor would find a cool job for me, Joe. <laughs> I was hoping that something would just happen, but it wasn't until I was broken. It wasn't until I was told by my wife, suck it up, man. You don't have an opportunity. You know, you don't, you don't have an option here. Suck it up. She did it in a nicer way than that. But in that moment of me being broken, that's when I, I realized that I, I was going to turn it around. And, uh, the best part about this is by no means was that the only time I was broken. I could have a podcast full <laughs> of episodes, as I'm sure a lot of you listening can. But here's the thing that I find so magical about Stephen's podcast, and hopefully as I'm trying to reflect over my life, is that in our lowest of moments, those are our most triumphant. In the times where things seem like they're just crashing and burning, that's probably when I grew the most. And I'm hoping that as you maybe reflect what was your more, and by the way, sometimes somebody's worst moment is never, you can't recover from it. Uh, compassion for you. That's I mean, like, like th there's some horrible things that could happen. Um, but oftentimes, sometimes when we realize we're broken, that's, um, that's when we learn we can go on and we can make things better. In a reflective mood, why do I bring these things up again? Uh, these are tough times. Uh, Jamal and I have been talking a lot and, you know, how this has been the toughest school year in his life, bar none. And I've just and been enjoying to listen to him and grow and then provide value to other schools as he now does a lot of, you know, uh, talks to other schools and other school leaders and, and just watching this maturation through some of the worst of times. And I'm sure that a lot of you guys listening right now are going through the same thing that this is the toughest school year ever, if you're a teacher, if you're not. Um, this has probably not been an easy year for you either. And I'm hoping, my prayer, uh, is that this year is going to be, when it's in its hindsight, you realize this is when, um, hopefully, uh, you it's memorable for the right reasons that you got through it. Um, and I know that for a lot of people, that's with an incredible hardship.
And that's not lost on me. Anyway, starting to ramble. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope that, uh, yeah, I hope that a lot of people um, can get through this and find out that, you know, as they look back and see that the moment they were broken, hopefully that leads to greater things. All right. Sorry for the length today. Uh, this one was weighing on me heavily. So, um, yeah. So until next Friday, when Jamal and I will be back in for Crucial Conversations, I'm going to remind you those opportunities are indeed everywhere. We'll see you.